welcome to JudgeCast. This is uh, episode 212. Um, I'm going to wait a second to explain what our episode is, but I am Brogan King, and uh, I am I'm not joined by my typical host tonight. Um, I have executed a, a coup, and I have two new hosts that I'm sure you all will all know and love. Um, I would like to introduce Eric Dustin Brown. Hello, it's me. <laughs> and Nicoletta Price. Hi, friends. Um, today we're going to be talking about regional coordinators. We have one new regional coordinator oh. and one returning regional coordinator. So we're just here to talk to them about what a regional coordinator is, what they do. And uh, we're just gonna we're just gonna move on from Jess and Brian. They're gone now. This is this is our home now. Uh, anyway, Eric, tell us a little bit about yourself. You were on the show recently, but uh, what's going on with you? I was on the show recently. Hello, uh, I'm I'm Eric Dustin Brown. I am a level three judge from Richmond, Virginia. I have been a judge since 2004. Uh, you, if you were working Grand Prix events, you've probably seen me on the red side stage in 2018. Um, I serve on the judge conduct committee, but most recently, uh, I was promoted, selected for the role of regional coordinator for United States Mid-Atlantic. It's the region's first new RC in about five years. And Nicolette, tell us about you. Uh, I am also a level three judge. Um, I am out of Atlanta, Georgia, or just west of. Um, ooh, became a judge, I think, 2014. I should know this. Um, but also frequent the um, GP stage, I guess. Spending up most of my weekends either somewhere in the U.S. or occasionally abroad. But I have been serving as the regional coordinator for the USA Southeast region. Uh, I took over officially January. And then after finishing out the previous regional coordinator's term, I was reelected just recently uh, for another term. And I'm super happy to have you both here. Um. I'm going to start throwing out questions and either or both of you can feel free to answer in your, as whatever pertains to you. Um, so on a, on a very high level, what, what is a regional coordinator for the, for the judge program? So, well, I'm new. <laughs> uh, I'm new. Uh, I'm new. Uh, so on a very <laughs> high level, like there are a lot of judges you know, in the program, I, I don't know the exact figure for, for my region off the top of my head, but it's a lot of people and it's not reasonable for, you know, the program coordinators or people at the top of the program to be able to disseminate information and, you know, handle their region and, and, and this, that, the other, because it's basically making sure that judges on like the ground level, like all the level ones and all the level twos, people that aren't at events every weekend have a resource to help them get the things that they need to be a better judge. Uh, additionally, we help out with the mailing of things like exemplar promos. 
Um, we also help manage conferences and get conference foils distributed for our region. Uh, and then we also are available to WPN locations um, throughout our regions to assist them with event or judge needs. Cool. Yeah, that pretty much sums it up. You mentioned being the, the eyes and ears, and I think that um, in addition to adjusting what our areas need, it's also taking that information and bringing that up the chain, right? So so we kind of go both ways. Um, we help disseminate information down from a higher level to the local level. And we also are able to take things like, you know, what do we need at the ground level and bring that to program coordinators. So you take the, the, the needs of the program coordinators to communicate to your the judges in your region, and you also express the needs of your region to the program coordinators as applicable? Yeah, we try. Or the other RCs and you know, yeah. the program we're, leadership as a whole. We're middle management. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> your, your whole life just flashed before your eyes. I, I moved away from middle management. I thought I was done. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we're, we, we conduit of communication is, is an important thing like that. Like Nicola was saying, that goes both directions. Like we're a resource for judges to bring their concerns. And as a group, especially like the, the RCs have, you know, we have a list and we talk about things and we're trying to coordinate on issues because the judge program is, is a global, you know, it's a global initiative. Then things that'll work in Virginia won't necessarily work in Georgia or California or Europe or Asia, et cetera, et cetera. So it's important to keep those lines of communication open and keep evolving. That seems uh, pretty important. That being said, if somebody would like to get in contact with their regional coordinator, how do they do it? Uh, so there's a couple different ways to go about it. Um, the We have a form. It's on Judge Apps. Um, we, can you... put, we can put it this link into the show notes for the show, so... Yeah, it's it's easy if you Google, you know, Magic Judge Regional Coordinator. It's like one of the first hits, and that those come directly to our inboxes. Uh, and then like you can also find us through Judge Apps. Yeah, and additionally, um, a lot of times once we've made a connection with somebody, uh, they're able to email us directly. I get a lot of messages on Facebook uh, or through our regional judge. Facebook page. So, you know, if you're reaching out for the first time, those forms are great. And afterwards, I think that at least for both of us, we tend to be pretty approachable um, and welcome that communication, maybe not so formally, or or you don't need to be as formal. Yeah, like one of the one of the first things I did, like, basically on day one was like, hey, gang, here's all the ways that you can get in touch with me to make sure that they know how to reach me when they need me. Awesome. Uh, yeah, I, I'm sure each regional coordinator for each region has a has their own preferences for how they'd like to be contacted. Um, but that will that will vary from place to place. Uh, that being said, so how how did you become a regional coordinator? How did you, did was there an application process? How were you selected? To, to do what you do. Oh, you went through this most recently. You get this one. Oh, neat. Uh, I'm new. <laughs> neat. Um, so, yeah, there's a process is built where basically 
uh, it is open to applicants and you apply. It's basically you get like kind of some essay questions. Um, and then a committee is built of like outgoing regional coordinators, uh, incumbent regional coordinators and some other people. Um, and they evaluate, they basically evaluate these essay questions and move you to a second phase of more tailored essay questions to you, your plan, your region, and the details of your application. Um, and they basically want to make sure that, you know, we understand maybe, maybe not like everything in our region, right? Because like, especially like I'm new, I'm, I'm picking things up, but that we're tied into our community, that we have ideas of things that are a problem and how to fix them and, you know, can identify things that are working and things that aren't, but all that gets evaluated. Uh, and then the selection committee will, you know, narrow it down through the phases and then eventually pick someone. And, you know, so I, uh, I, I ran unopposed. It was just me, but, uh, I think I was still very happy with the work I put into my application. And if, if you were, if somebody runs opposed and is, is not fitting for the position, is it possible to, to accept, to take in other applicants? Uh, so that mm, yes uh it, like so it, it, the the process might change in the future but for this one for instance like we started with level 3s and then like if no L3s applied or if none were found sufficient then they'd like open it to to twos and such and kind of move down the line but yeah if basically if if an, an applicant is deemed insufficient and there is no one else then they would open it back up to try to find someone uh yeah they try to put people in uh initial waves of applications they don't necessarily uh the selection committees don't want to be overwhelmed but they also don't want to cut off potential applicants um so the way that it currently works is yeah the in-region l3s or incumbent rcs because we do have some uh level two regional coordinators, and there's no reason why they shouldn't be considered in the first wave of applications. They've done the job. So they we have in-region L3s and incumbents. And then after that, if they need to open it back up, they'll open it up to out-of-region L3s as well as le- any level two. Cool. Um are any are the people involved in the selection process uh is that entirely l3s or if you don't know that's okay i'm just curious uh, i believe this last wave was entirely l3s but i believe based on how things are set up it's possible for a level two regional coordinator to end up on that committee but i can't say for certain cool what uh and eric well i know you might not have a uh great idea of this yet. Um, what, what does the, the day to day of a regional coordinator look like? What, what sort of tasks are you expected to, to be doing on the day to day? Is this something that's going to take up in your whole so, day? Like, ab- average day, a uh, couple hours, like check in on for mid Atlantic. I check in on Slack. I check my email. You know, if anyone's gotten to the feedback form, I want to make sure I get back to them quickly. I I do my best to check in on Slack every day. And if I have a busier day at home with other things, I might not be as engaged, but like I'm reading and I'm making sure that I'm answering messages and being generally available. Uh, And yeah, like one or two hours a day with the exception of, you know, sometimes more pressing things like, 
exemplar shipments, for instance, are going on right now, and that was fairly time-consuming, but that's only going to be once every few months. Yeah, the uh, the other things we check on are things that get incorporated into our day-to-day schedule would be things like commenting on applications that happen to be closing that week or something, you know, once a week or so you might go in and check on those or you just have them bookmarked, you know, when they're coming. Um, CFBE sends us a nice reminder email whenever applications close that we're welcome to come in and comment on on applications, whether they're in region or, or otherwise, but uh, checking those, those emails. Um, there's a lot of emails uh, checking for feedback forms, both positively and negative feedback that comes in. Like EDB was saying, um, checking in on social media that pretty much sums up an average day. Occasionally we'll you know, if you're going through something or another RC is going through something, we have communication channels. So there's almost always something going on on our RC list, whether that's, you know, conversations about program stuff or asking people for advice or, you know, hey, what do you think about what's going on in my region? How can I better help them? So we bounce a lot of stuff off of each other. So we're in contact with other RCs a good amount as well. Oh, I've been asking so many <laughs> questions. Oh, so many. But no, they've been great. Uh, that was, I mean, that loops into my next question of how how often do you communicate with other RCs? And I, it seems like the answer to that is all the dang time. Yeah, especially like if you're, especially as you're getting used to things, I remember uh, I kind of jumped in completely blind uh, when I first took over. And so I had a lot of questions. And in addition to the list, we have you know a chat for the North American RCs. And I'm sure there's others that have different subsets, just so that you're not talking to 26 people, right? right? But if you, I probably talk, check in on that now, whether it's actually something productive is, <laughs> is, is one thing or another, but I, I'd say I chat with the other RCs daily, I think, yeah, at I'm, least the, the other North American ones. It's a little harder to check in with some of the um, overseas or ones in other time zones. They're like, our time is. They're in the future and things are weird. Yeah, it's. I, I imagine that that is a significant uh, roadblock to trying to get everybody to communicate at the same time. Yeah, it's there. There's usually a nice window, you know, early morning to to early afternoon, or like mid morning to early afternoon, where that's possible. Our, and then after that, our most good luck. Productive time is like eleven a.m. to five p.m., which is great for the the you know, North and South America and Europe, but that means it's like 3 a.m. in Australia. So it's kind of hard to win with, with everyone. That makes sense. Um, Which is, you know, part of why we have regional coordinators because <laughs> we help facilitate those communications on, a, on the micro regional level. needs at different times. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the things that you, that you do sort of on the day to day. 
what would you say are the the most and least visible things that a regional coordinator does for their region? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well, I think most most visible has got to be exemplar. Yeah, for sure. Right? Like, Says the person that hasn't done it yet, but for sure. um they it's it's a couple of things right it's the kind of santa claus-esque feel to it um but outside of that i would say the ability to organize conferences is huge because you're able to maybe not be at every mini conference but when i have a mini conference in Alabama or, or Mississippi, it's it's nice to talk with the people that are hosting it. You know, I'll send them foils and goodies and whatnot, and I get to kind of interact with them without physically Make being it right there. Swag. And so that's probably the yeah, try to try to send out some sweet swag. Um, so that's probably the most visible thing we do for our region, but a lot of the hard work is, I think, things that are theoretical or problem solving. And that's kind of the stuff that I think takes the most time and also has the least amount of like wow factor that comes with it. Yeah, I was I was going to say like commenting on applications and like working on just like here's this issue that that just came up in the program. Like, what do we want to do? And there's a lot of communication that happens and trying to find solutions and make things work before that stuff really goes to like the general judge public. Right. I think a really good recent example of this would be uh, L2 tester when they say, Hey, you know, if L2 tester goes away, what does that mean for your region? Uh, What are the good things? What are the bad things that'll happen? And so, being able to kind of, like we were mentioning before, fight for what our region needs or try to be that voice is something that, you know, is a big part of our jobs, but tends not to be very visible. There's a lot going on behind the scenes that's really important, but isn't necessarily going to be broadcast to your home. Right, because we're not going to broadcast. Hey, we saved we saved exemplar today. <laughs> like that's not that's usually Brian's job. Brian's job. Um, you know, that's not really a thing that happens. Right. Um, if there's a judge in your region who wants to get involved with with projects in their region or in or just part getting to know the region and wants to help. How do you suggest making that happen? <laughs> Ask. Um, that's, I know that's like, I don't know if that's a great answer, but really it's like, if a judge in my region comes to me and says, I want to do more, what can I do? Um, I can talk with them and find out what they're interested in and maybe get them involved in something regionally. We have some kind of things in the work, uh, in the works for the Mid-Atlantic that people have approached me about with their ideas and those are coming and those are cool. Um, or maybe they want to help out. Uh, here's a perfect example. And it's even better because I know he's listening. Uh, (laughs) 
we tested an L1 in our home over the weekend. Uh, and one of the things he's interested in doing is possibly helping out with the Judge Apps dev team. And I know he's been in contact and I was just like, let me know if I can help. So just like letting letting us know that you want to be more involved, that you want to do things is really the best thing you can do um, so that we can try to point you in the right direction. And like things will come up and we'll go, oh, here's this regional initiative that's happening. We need volunteers. But um, short of that, it's really just let us know and we can help you. Yeah, I think that uh, when you get when you need help for a regional initiative, it's it's less exciting, right? You're asking for help. But when somebody wants to do something, um, I think it's it's a lot cooler because they're a lot more motivated. And while if you want direction, I'd say definitely 100% just ask. If you don't or you don't need direction, don't feel like you need to ask. Like you have full permission to be awesome on your own without us telling you that, that you know, what you can and can't do. And one of my favorite things as an RC going through exemplar is people getting exemplar for projects or, you know, initiatives or just doing something that I had no idea that they were doing because it's kind of like, oh, this person is super interested in this. And a lot of times I, I know what people are interested in, but it's always nice when you get surprised by somebody being on some project because what they wanted was, you know, they knew there's a list of projects on judge apps. If you ever want to go take a look. And the first thing I do is suggest making sure it's still a live project and it's not, you know, dead or over or had some sort of deadline, but, and message those people as well. Well, one of, one of the things that came out of Orlando was us talking about, um, revamping our Southeast region welcome letters and creating new welcome letters for, for each level. Um, so that's something that, you know, it's exciting. Uh, but this is just somebody who said, Hey, I'm interested in X. What can I do that uses my interests? So, yeah, even if it's not a, a specific regional project, you can work with them to, to help find the thing. Oh yeah. No, if, if someone, they're trying to, if do. someone wants to help out, I'll find them something. We, we can build something together. Like yeah, I, don't I would think be I've more than happy, man. I have too many people that want to be engaged in, in the Southeast. God, it's the worst. <laughs> I don't, never said it. And it's not that we're not like, <laughs> I'm sure know, I've got some, some really active people and they're doing great things, but I've, I've never had too much help. You've never, you've never had to say, no, 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 I cannot possibly. Right. Especially because any there's so help. many other stuff that if you, if for whatever reason, the little initiative that we're working on doesn't need that many people, but you're still interested in helping. There's a whole world of people looking for help, whether that's translation projects or, you know, the, the most recent thing I did was ask who had time this week to work on a GP Atlanta travel guide. Um, and that's something that takes, you know, an hour or two, but you get to have your little name on a thing that says you did something and all the judges that come into the area get to get to see it and appreciate it. What uh, are the most common issues that are 
that are generally brought to you either by judges in your region or by someone else asking to deal with them? I'm so I like I'm new, uh, but for me thus far, the thing that I, the recurring one that I get a lot is I would like to become a judge. Um, all of my contacts through like the, the regional coordinator form so far have been someone in an area of the region that is looking for someone to help them work on L1. That's, that's been the most common for me so far. Sweet summer child. It, it's day 22. Yeah. Um, no, that is a lot of it. I'd say on average, I'll get somewhere between two and four emails a week. Um, and a good portion of them, most of the ones that come through the RC contact form are asking about becoming a judge. Uh, the other thing that I get, um, is when somebody submits feedback on a judge, uh, after it's determined whether it's conduct related or performance related, uh, if it's performance related, it comes to me. So whether that's, Hey, I had a really good time with this judge at this PPTQ and they really put in their all and were awesome. Or occasionally it's, Hey, this judge gave me a wrong ruling. What do I do? Uh, so those minor things, if they're not conduct related, if they're just performance issues, um, you know, it's kind of us up to us as regional coordinators to look into a little bit of what happened, contact the the judge involved, get their side of the you know story as you would. But sometimes it's just a misunderstanding. Sometimes it's that they actually messed up a call. I'd say that when you're talking about issues, that's that's the biggest one. Is you know some player contacting through the feedback form to give feedback about either whether it be an incorrect call or, or an interaction they weren't quite happy with. But as far as issues go, that's, that's a lot of it. The other things that will end up getting brought to us is trouble, not just becoming a judge, but, but leveling up, right? Right now, the big thing is having trouble making it to L2 as an L1, and so um, education is, is an issue that's constantly brought up, um, not as single point issues, but as a general theme of, you know, hey, South Carolina is having really trouble with education. What should we do? Well, let's run a, let's, you know, figure out and run a class there, run, you know, online judge classes or what have you. That makes sense. Uh, sort of looping all of this into a, into a larger scale, how do you, how do you communicate with your region? If there's news that needs to go out or just day-to-day operations, I know that you both said that you're pretty, that you're pretty okay with a less formal communication, but if you need to, to get information out to everybody, how do you generally do that? Uh, So I will usually make a, we have a Mid-Atlantic Facebook group. I'll post it there. Uh, we have a level two group that's generally used for like, I need a head judge for this thing, but I'll put it there as well. Um, when I remember, I'll put it on the judge apps forums. We're going to work on getting better at that one. Uh, but then also I will link whatever's being communicated into 
the regional Slack, which we try to make sure the majority, if not all of the judges that want to be involved in Slack are involved in Slack. So I just try to spread that around to cover as many people as I can. Yeah. And, and occasionally the judges on uh, when it's article or announcements based, if it's not something that I'm writing, the, the judges on the are pretty on top of linking things for other judges. Oh yeah. Um, right. I, so, I get beaten to most things. Yeah, they're really quick. They're like, "Oh, here's this, here's this article on troll." I, did, I did see the article on troll, and really wanted it to be something that it wasn't. But I'm glad it exists. I think everyone wanted that. Um, so, in general, you'll use Facebook or Slack or something, and it. I'm happy to know that judges uh are sometimes doing the communication on on amongst themselves so you're not having to share all all news yourselves yeah we do a pretty good job of of um continuing to spread the message right if you say hey here's this link to x bring it to your local areas people will bring it to you know, the judges that they know or whatever small groups that they have and say, oh, yeah, don't forget about, you know, this information or this maintenance form or whatever. Because, yeah. like, I'm, I'm definitely not in nearly all of the sub-regional Facebook groups in the Mid-Atlantic yet. So, like, those those tend to trickle down that way. I hope to be in there, but, you know, people communicating to, to their team because that's what we do. Awesome. Um. And I'm sure that there's that different different regions do it do different things, uh, but I think that sort of having that that ability to give high level information then have that trickle down is pretty common. Yeah, and like, and that's and that's one of the other things when we're talking about like what regional coordinators do and why we have them. Um, different communication will work for different regions. Cause like, I don't believe every region has a Slack. I know some regions use discord and it's just being able, not having all that communication come the same way. Um, being able to tailor that experience uh, in a way that works is really important. Following up on, on that, you've both had a lot of like, I don't know. It, it's very sort of inspiring things to say. I think what, about what you wanted to do, what you're doing for your region, what you want to do and what your judges are doing. What drew you to wanting to be a regional coordinator? Is the new guy going first on that one again? (laughs) Sure. Oh, Um, the first time I mentored someone, uh, I was still L1, but I mentored someone and helped them get ready for their L1 test. And they passed. I was just like, oh, oh, that's that's what I can do. It's more than just answering rules questions. And I kind of got hooked on it. And I've been only in the last couple of years have I been as event focused as I am now. Um, but I always think about the community and everything I do. It's about we're all on the same team um, and we're all in this to, you know, help people run magic tournaments and play magic because magic's the coolest game ever made. And if I've got this team of people around me, um, I want to do what I can to not only make them 
better judges, but I want them to have fun and I want to improve their experience doing it. And that's, that's always been my draw to, to this position. And it's been my goal for a long time, but this is a position where I can do more good for more people to keep. Yeah. Just, this is where I can do the most good right now. And that's awesome. Yeah. I think for me, um, I kind of was the opposite. I started playing magic when I was in high school. I started judging when I was in college. And so I was moving from place to place to place. And I went from, you know, Syracuse, New York to Indiana to IU Bloomington, where I went to school. And that's when I started judging. And then I moved to Madison, Wisconsin, and then I moved to Atlanta. And so I've just kind of been all around. So for me, I was event focused for a very long time. And I started to become really involved with the community at events. And I kind of felt like that was my home for a little while. And when uh, Jess and I got to Atlanta, I kind of got settled into what was I don't want to say I didn't feel like I was in a region before, but I it, I knew it was temporary, right? Because it's the region where I was in when I was in school and I had no idea where I was going afterwards. And then it was the region that I was in when I was in my first job outside of school. And I know that's not going to last. So once I kind of got settled, I was like, okay, well, I've been kind of mentoring and doing things for people all over and that's great. But like, what about these people at my local level? And so, um, I, the, the level threes that are around, um, I'm kind of in this middle ground where I, I just like you EDB, we, we go to a lot of events, but, um, we also spend a lot of time in our community and, for me, it's, it's a way of helping the areas around me that, you know, kind of made me feel welcomed and made me feel at home. And you kind of want to give back in a way uh, to help other people reach the goals that they want. You know, I became, uh, I became a level three during, while I was in this region. So it's kind of, really cool to be working with these people and having them be my mentors. And now we're peers and now I have other people that I'm able to, to bring up and whether that is helping somebody with an L3 recommendation or helping with working on team leading. I think it's, it's very rewarding. And um, I don't really know what specifically drew me to want it, but I know that, I did, and I wanted to kind of use it as a way to help bring the people around me up and, and give them a voice because, I don't know, I'm a very big personality <laughs> person. I have a lot of pretty loud voice, and, and, and you know, I have met a lot of the judge program, and so it's a nice way to give a voice to the people who don't have it because... Uh, I have traveled around and I've spent a lot of time at events. I've met a lot of the upper level judges. So becoming an RC was kind of a way to bridge that gap for my area. Y'all are going to make me cry. <laughs> we have to use our powers for good. Like I'm glad. You could use your powers for evil, but thank you for not. 
I don't have enough power for that yet. <laughs> what what would being middle management? Yeah. Or I guess what's the yeah, no, the moral compass. What else are you gonna do with like a, a chari- when you pass a charisma check, like you can use it for good or evil. What are you gonna use it for? <laughs> good. <laughs> you say that with, with like so sad, so disappointed. I'd be the worst supervillain. I understand. Um all right, I think my my last defined question that I have, um, is there anything that either of you think judges should know about regional coordinators that they might not know that we haven't already talked about or about communicating with their regional coordinator in general? Um, I guess one of the things we brought up that we comment on applications, um, it's important. Let us know. Like, if you're like, yo, I want to go work this event on the other side of the country, but I've never worked in that area before, or I applied for an SCG event and I've never done it, um, or something to that effect, like, let us know. And we can, if we don't get a notification about those comments, we can go find that event. We can go comment on that event and we can try to help you meet those goals and then you know, if not help you navigate any feedback to help you get there eventually. So it's not just that we comment on them. It's not just for the benefit of the TO, but it's for the benefit of, you know, you, if you want to get in an event, we, we don't know that you applied necessarily if you don't tell us. And if you tell us, we, that's, that's when we can really do our best to help you out. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything we haven't talked about commenting on applications employers i think yeah i think just use us as a resource we want to be there for you uh and i don't know you haven't gone through this yet but i had my first person become l3 from you know a recommendation but as i as an rc of my region uh nick zittermer made all three recently. And I think that um, a lot of the questions he had, a lot of things, the unknown unknowns, right? He was able to, he was already connected with us. So he was able to ask a lot of those questions. Um, And I think that the more that people realize that Occasionally, we have to be the bad guy, but that's not what we're trying to do. That's that's not the primary um, objective. That's not our, yeah. Our primary goal is not bad guy, and so if our primary goal is to help you and to allow you to utilize us to meet your goals and your needs, and so you know sometimes that's um, sometimes that's leveling up, sometimes that's chit-chatting. I, I know I have people, I host, basically whenever Jess is doing JudgeCast, but every other week um, I host RC Office Hours. Uh, and yeah, because you, you're not allowed to talk. Um, but that's one of the things that, you know, a lot of times it's just giving people a community and having them feel like they're part of something bigger. Uh, one of the things I, I try to do is I give everyone at a mini at the mini conferences, I give them a little pen that says, you know, USA Southeast magic judges, because the, the biggest thing I want to do is get that random level one that, that 
you know, what the community doesn't know and get them to stop saying like, I'm this store's judge. And cause that's all fine, but I'd love for them to think, you know, I'm a Southeast judge. I'm part of this community and we exist to help you integrate into that community. We exist to help you get your bearings and feel comfortable. We exist to help you expand into other communities. If you want to start working larger events, like EDB said, if you want to go across the country or if you want to go to Europe and go to a magic fest in Europe next year, like come talk to us. Let's talk about what you need to do to make that happen. Um, so, so what you're saying is please, your door, your door is open. Your inbox is open reach out to your regional coordinators if there's something you want. It is, it is quite literally our job. <laughs> I, I would definitely agree based on, on my experience. I've never been a regional coordinator, but I have seen a lot of people who have had problems that could be solved a lot easy, more easily if somebody had tried to reach out to their regional coordinator. Just to, just to loop in someone else and get thoughts and get everyone on the same page. All right. Is there anything else either of you would like to say about being an RC or anything like that? Um, I enjoy it so far. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I, you know, I was really excited. Um, earlier in the episode, Nicolette mentions finding out about people's project work and stuff like that through exemplar. Like this was my first exemplar mailing and the tokens that we send out. I, I read almost all of them as I, as I loaded people's envelopes and stuff like that. And I got to see all the cool things in the region that people are doing. Um, some I knew about some I didn't and like, gosh, darn it. That was inspiring. And it felt awesome. And it made me want to do it again. And it made me want to provide that positive feedback and keep that, that cycle going. It was great. All right. Well, I'm just going to thank you both for your time. Is there anything, any non-RC related stuff that you uh, want to, to, to plug for us to tell us about that you've got going on? Ooh, shameless yeah. plug time. Shameless plug time. Uh, TP Atlanta's coming up and I will be in blue on Sunday if anyone in region or out is going to be at JP Atlanta and wants to just chat, talk about goals, talk about project work, anything like that. Um, I'm typically available online, Facebook, office hours, Slack, all that stuff, email. But if you want to have a face-to-face conversation or if you just want to help me put a name to the a face to the name, that's how that phrase works. Um, feel free to stop by and introduce yourself. I do not have an in-region GP the rest of this year, uh, but uh, Nicolette and I will both be at SCGCon, which is in-region for me uh, in December. Uh, Nicolette is the invitational head judge, and I'm her appeals judge, so that's pretty cool. But we, we do have a conference the following Monday, and that will be the first time that that I wear that, that blue shirt looks really good with my eyes but uh, i will be at <laughs> and so that, modest oh i'm the most modest judge and i've never used hyperbole once in my life um <laughs> but yeah i'll be i'll be getting to do that at the conference in in roanoke the monday after scg con uh, applications for scg con have unfortunately closed but that conference i believe is still open um 
and it's open to anyone that would like to attend, not just in-region judges. So that's going to be really cool, and I'm excited about that. Cool. I've had a lot of fun getting to know some things about RC stuff that I didn't even know, and I hope has been useful for all you out there. Um, I wanted to let everyone know that uh, we are on Spotify now. So if you search for search us up on Spotify, I think we're categorized as games, which uh, makes sense. Um, otherwise, you can subscribe to us there or wherever else you get your podcasts. Rate us five stars or however many the most stars you can wherever you get your podcasts. Um, you can, as always, reach out to us at judgecast at gmail.com or uh, facebook.com slash judgecast or twitter.com slash judgecast or at judgecast on Twitter. Um, you can also check out our archive at judgecast.com. And I think I should let everyone know that Jess and Brian will be back, but I hope you've all had a good episode. Wait, I cleared out every other Tuesday for the rest of the year. Hold on. What do you mean they're coming back? All right. All right, y'all. Give me your best outro. I believe in you. What's my line? Oh, right. Uh, I keep it there? You say your name. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> oh. Oh, I'm so bad at this. I'm never coming back on this show. I, I'm Eric Dustin Brown, and I keep it fair. I'm Nicoletta Price, and I keep it fun. I'm Rogan King, and I do a really bad Brian Prilliman impression. 